Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is Have You Seen That With T. I am your host, T, and I am back. This is episode 23. This is the greatest episode. This is the Michael Jordan episode, number 23. There could only be one. We will only do 23 once. Here we are. I am back after two weeks of fighting with covid I would do my best to edit any coughs. I still got this nagging cough, you know, just uh, annoying me all day, all night. Uh, So I'll do my best to edit out these coughs and, you know, maybe mute it when I'm coughing because I don't want to cough in your ear. But here we are. Let's get right to it. We're, we, you know, it it was a rough two weeks. I I have to, like, I I have to... uh, Admit it was a rough two weeks. Uh, I'm upset that I didn't get a chance to uh, go see Top Gun Maverick last week. Um, But I did go get to see it this week. And that's why I'm bringing you the podcast. We're going to review, preview all of the big summer movies, the blockbusters. We got some Netflix, huge Netflix movies coming up this summer. Um, we got a few other streaming services movies coming out this summer. This is a big, like this is a big uh, summer for movies. You know, last summer was was kind of like a test period. I feel like the last two years with the with the uh, pandemic going on, um, it, it has been it's been a wild time for movies. A lot of movies got pushed back, and of course, you know, Top Gun Maverick infamously one of the movies that just kept getting pushed back, kept getting pushed back. Uh, and it finally came out. <clears throat> so let's talk about it, right? You know, you know what? I'm gonna hold off on that. So we're gonna we're gonna first start talking about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, right? The first big movie of the summer, even though it came out before Memorial Day, uh, which is you know the unofficial official kickoff of summer. Um, but Doctor Strange came out in May. Um, it hit. I did my review. I enjoyed it. I'm a big Sam Raimi fan. You know, I think he has his own style. And you can tell when Sam Raimi makes a movie um, because he just has his own little niche, like, things in there. You know, you got Bruce Campbell who always shows up in all of his, you know, all of his movies. And, of course, he infamously showed up in the movie and in the post credit scene. Um, you know, is the hot dog vendor who ends up beating up himself. I thought that was pretty funny. You know, with the hand, the hand thing, you know, call back to Army of the Dead, uh, Evil Dead. Um, so once again, you know, you know a Sam Raimi movie when you see it. Um, and this one was no different. Um, what I really want to talk about, I want to talk about the villain. Let's talk about Doctor Strange and the Elephant in the Room. The Scarlet Witch, Wanda, Maximoff, Magneto's daughter, um, you know, Elizabeth Olsen, the villain, right? So going into the movie, you didn't know who the villain was. You know, we saw the monsters in the previews um, and trailers. uh, And, you know, you saw Baron Mordo, um, you know, one point during the trailers and I knew he wasn't the big bad, and not to, you know, Loki gets all of this love, but Chuatel Edgeford should get it the same love as Baron Mordo. You know, Loki got his own show. He's been all in all of the Thor movies, um, and I feel like Baron Mordo could be the same. You know, I, you know, as long as he's not a one note, you know, he doesn't have that pizzazz that Loki has, but at the same time, he is an integral part of. You know, Doctor Strange's story. And, you know, I, I felt like they did a little disservice in this one when it comes to Bear Moto, but we'll, we'll move on from that. Well, we're going to keep talking about the villain, right? The villain Scarlet Witch. Um, you know, I read a lot of stuff on the internet after I went and saw the movie about how everybody was disappointed. They feel like WandaVision was written off. You know, in this movie, and the director didn't understand WandaVision, or he didn't see WandaVision, or the writers didn't see WandaVision. But I'm wondering what WandaVision they were seeing, because I saw it, and I get exactly, like, after watching the show, 
I more so get exactly why she went the route that she went. I mean, she uh, fractured, fractured psyche. You know, once again, May, uh, May was Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, and that that was one of the things I took away, and I didn't want to talk about it at the time because, um, uh, you know, I didn't want to spoil anything. But this has been, you know, almost a month, a month later. So I'm definitely throwing out some spoilers for Doctor Strange. Um, but, you know, her psyche was fractured, and she not only lost the man that she loved, but she created this family, and she was living this idealistic, you know, Brady Bunch, uh, Leave It to Beaver lifestyle. And it wasn't real, you know. What it wasn't real at all, and you know, uh, having two sons and being a parent, I feel like this this, I guess, resonated more for me because I'm a parent. You know, the thought of losing the children, whether whether you think they're real or not, you know, um, is irrelevant. You know, whether whether the audience or whether everybody around her think they're real or not, that's irrelevant. It's the feelings that she had for these children. And she wanted to feel that again. So I really, I really, you know, that's one of the things about villains, you know, what is their what's their goal? Like if my my goal is just to dominate the world, that's cool. I mean, I, I enjoy those type of villains too. Dark side's my guy, because uh, he just likes pain and destruction, but but uh, when there's like just a reason behind it, and there was a reason, it, it was a little far fetched, you know, in the execution. Uh, but I get it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got why she was doing what she was doing. And, you know, everything else that ensued was awesome. We had that big post credit scene, you know, where the immaculate Charlize Theron shows up, um, you know, to play. Uh, I can't remember. I think Sarah is her name. Sarah. Um, <clears throat> she plays the the person who eventually in the comics becomes Doctor Strange's wife. Cause thank goodness we're getting rid of Christine. Bless her soul. I uh, love me some Rachel McAdams, but that character just you know she's ran her course. And let, let's bring out some Charlize Theron, who seems to be. You know, the person who shows up in everybody's franchise and just makes it great. Uh, because if you've watched The Boys Season 3, the wonderful, immaculate Charlize Theron shows up in that too. You know, albeit a brief cameo, I thought it was pretty cool. But she is like the person who comes to save your franchise. Mad Max, Fast and the Furious, uh, Doctor Strange. She's amazing and gorgeous. Love me some Charlize Theron. Um, <clears throat> uh, we move on. You know, Doctor Strange, it happened. It was amazing. It's about to drop on streaming uh, Disney Plus on June 22nd. That was That's a shocker. Uh, so people who haven't got a chance to see it in the theater will get to see it on Disney Plus on June 22nd, which is awesome. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, next movie of the summer, you know, next big movie that came out, came out on Peacock, came out in the theaters, Firestarter. Um, didn't really care too much for it. Uh, so we'll move on. I already gave my review for Firestarter. Wasn't too much to spoil on that. Um, this Alex Garland movie, Men, that came out last week, and I wanted to go see it in the theater, but I just didn't. It looks really weird. I liked Ex Machina. Um, I really didn't like Annihilation that much, but Alex Garland is really different, you know. Uh, really, he's a real different type of a filmmaker. Um, so I, when that comes out on streaming, I'll definitely give that a look. Um, another movie that came out last week, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Let's talk about that for a second. Chippendale's, I wanted to do a, a at-home review for Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Me and the kids watched it. Uh, my son really couldn't sit still. He wasn't really digging the Chippendales. I was digging the Roger Rabbit vibe, you know. My daughter didn't get all of the jokes. I feel like there were so many jokes in Chippendales Rescue Rangers that uh, that were made for me because I grew up watching Chippendales Rescue Rangers on, you know, Disney Afternoon. And at the end, you know, the Darkwing Duck nod, I thought that was awesome because Darkwing Duck was actually... My favorite of that Disney uh, afternoon uh, 
lineup. You know, you had Tailspin, Chippendales, Rescue Rangers, um, uh, Darkwing Duck, and there was another one. What was the other? DuckTales. That was that was like the original. That was the OG. There was another one. It was Darkwing Duck, Chippendales, Tailspin, and it was there was four of them. I can't think of it. Gargoyles. That might have been the fourth one. Yes, Gargoyles. Great shows, great shows, great shows. But yeah, Chippendales happened. Great movie. I, I thought, uh, you know, the callbacks were amazing. It, it like went everywhere. It had Ugly Sonic, all these different cart, uh, you know, uh, Baloo, um, you know, all these different, you know, iconic anime, uh, you know, cartoon characters, and just your random throw-ins. I thought was pretty cool. Um, and it was just a fun movie. I thought it was really fun. Uh, but I did read something afterwards, and I just think I think the internet in Hollywood is so funny, right? So the main villain, and I'm about to spoil Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. If, it, if you haven't seen it, that's on you. Um, but uh, Sweet Pete was the main villain uh, who turned out to be an adult Peter Pan. Um, he turned out to be an adult Peter Pan, and there were some people um, who the guy who voiced Peter Pan, the original Peter Pan, uh, was it Bobby Driscoll? Um, he voiced Peter Pan, and he was like a Disney mainstay until he turned 16. And, you know, they said he had acne on his face, and he, he was like a, a cast-off child star. Who uh who ended up turning to drugs and I think dying by suicide or or an overdose. Uh, uh, don't quote me on on the cause of death, but you know he died alone, drug you know drug addicted, um, and people thought that it was insensitive that you know Chip and Dale's used Peter Pan, the adult Peter Pan, and the reason why he became evil. They thought that was insensitive that they did that. Until I read about the whole Bobby Driscoll thing, I didn't know that existed, right? So I lived in this movie. Um, I thought it was I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny that Peter Pan, you know, grew up as this bitter old man. Um, and not saying I don't still think it's funny, but I just I thought it was funny that you know there were people who like it. And of course, you know, you got the Twitter guys who gets on Twitter. I can't believe you did this. This is insensitive to you know Bobby Driscoll. And I just wonder how many people actually knew that story, you know, because this happened decades on top of decades ago. This is not like new news or anything like that. I don't think the writers went into this movie trying to mock, you know, Bobby Driscoll, a guy who I would not have known. Uh, that he voiced Peter Pan, or that he existed until I read that article. Uh, but yeah, the Twitter, the Twitter Rangers, you know, came out in full force, and they, you know, attacked Disney and the, the writers. I thought the movie was fun. My daughter loved it. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. So you know, that that was. I'm glad it didn't come out of theater. I don't think it would have done well, but. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Glad I got a chance to see that. And then, of course, next big movie of the summer, the big movie to start the summer, you know, after Memorial Day, um, or right before Memorial Day, I apologize, uh, Top Gun Maverick. Did my ride home review, had a big booger in my nose, did my at-home review to revise it. Um, I enjoyed Top Gun Maverick. Wasn't as great as everybody made it out to be, but... uh, it was a very enjoyable movie. It was a throwback to those feel-good action movies of the 80s, right? You had just these feel-good moments, people in danger, the good guys won in the end uh, through very outlandish means. Um, you know, there was a little bit of luck, a lot of bit of luck involved in, in you know, the good guy winning. Yeah, and it was just it was a fun ride. I I really I, I did enjoy it. I enjoy a good Miles Teller movie. Um and Tom Cruise, you know, he he's so old now. Like I get it, like but man, you got to you got to embrace it, dude. Dude got to be in the 70s now or something, like late 60s. He's still doing all his own stunts. I respect that. I really do. Um but yeah, you know, but I did see the trailer for uh, you know, um, 
what is it called? The new Mission Impossible movie. Um, you know, Ghost Death or whatever, whatever, whatever name they come up with doesn't really matter at this point. But, uh, you know, Ethan Hunt and his team once again on the run, clearing their name, saving the world. Um, but Top Gun Maverick, real throwback, pretty good movie. Uh, really good movie. I take that back. I won't say pretty good. It was a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. You know, had me in my emotions, and I appreciated that. Really good, really good, uh, solid out in my Tom Cruise. But I just think it's time for him to just give it up, man. Like I, I, I respect his uh, acting abilities, um, but you know, it's just time. You know, it's time. Like like Maverick flew off at the end of Top Gun. It's time for Tom Cruise to just let let the young guy, let Liam Hemsworth or, or Chris Hemsworth, you know, let uh, Mark Wahlberg, who's still kind of old, you know, Matt Damon, those guys are still older, but let let the, let the younger guys, you know, do their thing. <clears throat> but I did, I did enjoy me some uh, Top Gun. All right, so moving into June, right, first big movie of June that I have on my radar, Hustle. It's a movie that's coming out on Netflix, starring Ben, uh, starring Adam Sandler. Um, has my man Kenny Smith in it, um, and uh, you know it's a basketball movie. <clears throat> Don't really know too much about it. I think he goes to Spain, finds a player, tries to get the player in the league. He's a scout, um, kind of like the era up there, Kevin Bacon classic, um, but with a little bit of a you know millennial twist to it. So I'm definitely going to check that out. That comes out June 8th on Netflix. Um, yeah, that's going to be a good one. Uh, and then June 10th, we got Jurassic World Dominion. I will definitely be in the theaters to see that. Might go see that Thursday night. <clears throat> got to check the tickets. Um, and uh, yeah, we're still here. We're still craving to see dinosaurs on a theater. We still uh, don't understand. Like the people who create Jurassic Park and Jurassic World still don't understand that if you put dinosaurs on this earth, they're going to eat us. They're bigger than us. They're stronger than us. Yes, we have. And I still don't understand why, they, like, at no point in time did, like, uh, you know, our NATO allies just not bomb the hell out of all of these places. Like, I get it. But, like, at some point, like, won't the military step in? Like, am I tripping here? Like, at some point, like, if the dinosaurs got out, don't you think we would just go unload so many rounds into these things? Like, I know that's what I'd be doing. I'd be putting tanks out on the street. I'd be putting some lead because they ain't going to shoot back. They just fast. You got to blow them things up, man. But whatever. I digress. Chris Pratt will come and save the day by himself because he has a strong bond with Blue, you know, the little Velociraptor. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jurassic World Dominion, it is going to be here on June 10th. I can't honestly say I'm, like, super looking forward to it, but I think it's going to be a good movie. All of them, they, they were solid movies. You know, Jurassic Park, the original, was was so phenomenal for its time, and I thought Jurassic World was a great movie. But all of the subsequent sequels uh, just weren't as good. They just weren't as good. <clears throat> uh, next week, the week after that, right, um, this one set the stream on HBO Max, Father of the Bride. I don't know about you, but I... like. I absolutely loved the Steve Martin Father of the Bride series of movies. It was two of them, Father of the Bride 1 and Father of the Bride 2. I loved them. Like, I absolutely loved Steve Martin in these movies. This is back when, you know, Steve Martin made Parenthood, uh, you know, Roxanne. Um, Steve Martin was in his bag. And Father of the Bride is one of my favorite movies. Martin Short is the, you know, uh, wedding director. Man, just a great, great, great movie. Great, great movie. I loved that movie growing up. Um, and they're remaking uh, Father of the Bride, which was a remake in itself. Um, 
but this time we're going to have um, Gloria Estefan and Andy Garcia as the, fan, as the, the parents. Andy Garcia is going to be the father of the bride. Um, don't really know how. I love Andy Garcia. Don't get me wrong. I love Andy. Andy Garcia is one of the greatest actors. <clears throat> uh, one of the greatest actors, you know, of this generation and my generation. Uh, great, great, great actor. Um, but, you know, I get it when people get upset about casting um, different people in iconic roles. I just I see Steve Martin, man, like that lovable energy he had, um, and I just want I, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna check this out to see to see how this goes. Um, hope I mean it, it's just really hard to to you know outdo uh, what I consider a classic, but I will check out Father the Bride um, on HBO Max. It comes out June 16th. Um, yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Uh, and then June 17th, we got Lightyear, uh, you know, the Pixar animated uh, movie, you know, about Buzz Lightyear, uh, Chris Evans, everyone's favorite Captain America. Uh, given the origin story of Buzz Lightyear, can't lie, don't really care, probably will not go see this in the theater. Um, I might check it out, you know, when it comes on Disney Plus with the kids. Um, but yeah, I'm not really, not really feeling this one. Not really feeling this one. Um, but also on June 17th, Spiderhead. This is coming out on Netflix, and this is uh, same guy who made Top Gun Maverick. Uh, we got Chris Teller and Chris, uh, and Miles he- Miles Teller, Chris Hemsworth, aka Thor himself. Uh, they're gonna be starring in this uh, weird sci-fi movie. You know, about a guy, uh, they're in jail. Convicts are offered a chance to volunteer as medical subjects in hopes of shortening their sentence. Right. No concept film. I love good concept films. Has two great actors in it. It's probably going to be really good. So uh, that's coming out on Netflix. Uh, You don't have to debate whether going to see it in the theater. It's going to come to your Netflix screen. Uh, I'll definitely check that out, do a little at-home review, um, and we're working our way up to my first, you know, uh, watch party uh, that I'll get to in August. Next big movie of the summer, uh, June 24th, we got The Black Phone. So I saw the preview for this, and it looks, doesn't look terrifying, but it looks creepy. Like, it does look creepy. My man Ethan Hawke uh, plays the killer in a mask. He has a kid tied up in a basement, and there's a phone there. Um, where they go from there, I don't know, but I am excited to find out. I'm looking forward to this movie. I will definitely go check this out, even though I don't really like watching horror in the movie theaters because I'm kind of a chicken, kind of scared. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to go check this out. It was delayed. It was supposed to come out last year, of course. Uh, Due to the pandemic, it got pushed back, not because of the quality, because everything that I've read uh, so far about the movie is saying this is supposed to be one of, you know, perhaps one of the best movies of the summer. Um, And it has Ethan Hawke in it. Ethan Hawke very rarely, other than uh, the Moon Knight series, which was not good to me. Um, He very rarely has a misstep when it comes to movies. Um, So I'm looking forward to this. The Black Phone coming out on June 24th. Also on June 24th, I really want to take my kids to go see this. I saw the preview, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Um, so uh, they, they played a preview, I think, on Super Bowl Sunday. Um, it's a stop-motion animation film about a, a seashell or a little shell and his grandmother trying to, and this shell wants to find the rest of his family. Uh, the, vo- the shell is voiced by Jenny Slate, who I absolutely love. Um, and it looks like such a cute kids movie. It looks like one of those movies that, you know, you take your kids to and everybody just leaves with a smile on their face. Looks like a really, really, really fun, uh, kids movie, um, that I, that I, I I really want to take my kids. I'm, I'm hoping that Tyler, uh, can sit through a movie. He doesn't do it at home. 
Um, but I would love for this to be the first movie that I take him to in the theaters. I think he would love it. Um, I know Mary would love it. It just looks like such a cute family film. Um, but yeah, Marcel, the show with shoes on. Um, you know, if you got kids, I would definitely take your kids to see that on June 24th um, when it comes out to theaters. Also on June 24th, Elvis, Baz Luhrmann doing this Elvis thing, right? And, and at first, I can't lie, I was not a fan. The guy doesn't look like Elvis. He looks... I don't want to say I don't want to say out loud what I think he looks like, but he doesn't look like the king. Um, but the more previews I see, the more I'm kind of inclined to want to see this movie. Um, Tom Hanks, you know, playing the colonel, um, not really sold on that. Even though Tom Hanks is great, um, but but yeah, I, I don't know. Something is pulling me towards wanting to see this movie. Um, so I, I will go see it in the theater um, and definitely do a ride home review. And we'll talk about Elvis, even though I'm not a big Elvis fan. Can't lie. Uh, what do we got next? July 1st, Minions, The Rise of Gru. I know my kids are going to want to see this. And I don't. I didn't like any of the Minions movies. Uh, I did like Despicable Me only because of Steve Carell, but I don't like the Minions. But of course, all kids like the Minions because they're silly. Um, so I'm going to play that one by ear. Um, chances are I'll definitely be taking my kids to see it in the theater. Um, I might fall asleep with just playing my phone the whole time. Uh, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully, uh, hopefully it's better than any of the other Minions movies because I just thought they're so dumb and I know they're not made for me but most and like most children's animation movies are just universal you know parents love them kids love them uh, but the Minions just aren't my thing July 8th the big one the man with the hammer and no I'm not talking about Captain America I'm talking about Thor Love and Thunder is finally hitting the theater uh, I've seen two previews for it. Can't say I'm a big fan of Natalie Portman, right? So when they cast Natalie Portman, I think Natalie Portman's a great actress. I think she's gorgeous. I think she's talented. I think she's uh, uh, not a bad actress. I just thought the character of Jane uh, was terrible, terribly written. Uh, like, I just never saw it. You know, I never got it. I never understood why people wanted her to be in these movies constantly. And I was glad when she wasn't in Ragnarok. I was glad when she wasn't in Endgame or Infinity War. Because um, she said she didn't want to do any more of the movies. I don't think she put any anything into any of these store movies. Because I don't think she understood the assignment. Um, but here she is. She is uh, Lady Thor. She is the, the immortal Thor or whatever whatever her character's name is. Um, she's back. This movie's back. It's going to be an hour and 55 minutes. It is going to be intense. It's going to be funny. It's going to be great. Korg is in it. Um, Tika Watiki is just one of the greatest young filmmakers. And I say young in, in, in a, you know... Uh, not a literal sense of the word, because I'm pretty sure he's older than me. Um, but he's he's pretty awesome, uh, and he's revitalized this Thor franchise. Um, Thor, the first character with four movies. Um, this is the fourth solo movie of Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Uh, I thought it was dead in the water after the Dark World, but uh, they they just reinvigorated everything with Ragnarok. Kind of changed the whole pace of uh, the MCU of Ragnarok, uh, which was awesome. But Thor Love and Thunder is going to come out June, uh, July 8th. Uh, Christian Bale, Gore the God, uh, God Butcher, uh, he looks pretty creepy. It's going to be a good movie. It's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, then on July 15th, we got another Netflix. Netflix is going big with the movies. You know, they've been going big with the movies the last few years. Uh, but we got The Gray Man. 
Ryan Gosling, the coolest cool guy. Like, Ryan Gosling just, like, he just stands there. Like, the movie Drive was terrible. Like, I don't think... I don't think I enjoyed anything about the movie Drive, but just Ryan Gosling just looked cool during the whole movie. Like, he had that cool jacket on. He had the driver's gloves, you know, and he just looked cool. Uh, Gray Man's going to have him, everybody's favorite Captain America, uh, Chris Evans, and I keep saying that because I just think that's funny. Um, <clears throat> and Anna DeArmas, gosh, she's so fun. Um, she's going to be in that in, in – uh, yeah, Billy Bob Thornton, uh, Ray J. John Page. I know I just butchered that, but the dude from Bridgerton, the black dude from Bridgerton is going to be in this movie. Um, it's about CIA people. Chris Evans is trying to kill Ryan Gosling. Why not? I mean, why not? It's like, man, you're not, you don't look better than me. I have to kill you. Like, it's like two good looking people trying to kill each other. Uh, you know, with a bunch of supporting people, um, it is going to be a good time. Like, Netflix very rarely does bad movies. They very rarely do bad movies. I saw a preview um, for a movie, Where the Crawdads Sing. I think the title's really weird, but the movie looks pretty interesting. Um, starring Daisy Edgar Jones, who recently starred in Fresh. If you've not seen Fresh on Hulu, please go watch Fresh. It's such a weird movie. I need more people to talk about it with. Um, but she's going to star in this movie, Where the Crawdads Sing. Uh, weird title. It's about, you know, a girl who is abandoned in the swamps of, of North Carolina, and she's accused of murder. And there you have it, Where the Crawdads Sing. Don't know how those two things match up. Uh, but that's coming out on july 15th then on july 22nd i don't know why i thought this movie was coming out like september october uh but on july 22nd nope jordan peele my man uh uh you know dan daniel kaluuya uh and the gorgeous incomparable kiki palmer steven young jordan peele nope Movie. This I, I have no idea what the movie's gonna be about. I think it's gonna be about aliens and upside down and, and multiverse. It's gonna be a little bit about everything, but I know it's gonna be good. Like that, like Jordan Peele's name on it. I know it's gonna be good. I, I have this great feeling. It's gonna be great. Can't wait to see it. Definitely gonna do a ride home review on Nope. You know when when uh, uh when July twenty second hits. July 29th, we got the DC League of Super Pets. Don't really care. Uh, but August 5th, next big movie for me, Bullet Train. I saw the preview for this, and I think it's going to be so much fun. Brad Pitt is awesome. Brad Pitt, when he makes fun of himself, is even better. Like, Brad Pitt in the action comedy. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, one of my all-time favorite action comedies. Um, Brad Pitt in the Lost City, like he wasn't the he wasn't the main star, but every part that he's in and he's like being back Brad Pitt, like it's just funny to me, like because he's not taking himself so seriously. He knows who he is. Every the whole world knows he, he's a ridiculously good looking dude who's just cool, and like Brad Pitt is gonna be cool. This movie has everybody in it. My man Brian Tyree, the hardest working dude in Hollywood is Brian Tyree Henry. He has been in everything. He stars in so many movies every year, and I love it. I love it. I still haven't watched the newest season of Atlanta. I got I, I to gotta get to it. I'm assuming the season is over. I want to binge watch them all, uh, but it just, uh, it, 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 this movie just looks fun. Bad Bunny's going to be in this movie. Zazie Beats, God, I love her. Zazie Beats, another uh, Atlanta alum. Is going to be in this movie. It looks like it's going to be so much fun. Michael Shannon, you know, General Zod himself. Uh, they're going to be in this movie. Bullet Train, August 5th. I'm so going to be in it. I can't wait to go to the theaters and check this one out. It looks like it's going to be good. A lot of wacky action. A lot of uh, uh, kung fu. A lot of fighting. A lot of gunplay. And Brad Pitt just being the coolest dude in the room. Uh 
Another movie on August 5th, Bodies, 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 Sla- uh, slasher comedy. Um, yeah, that's all you have to say. The name of the movie is Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I see a picture here of four girls who are covered in blood. That means it's it's one of my slasher type movies. Uh, they go to a house party and killing ensues. Uh, so a lot of teenagers probably get killed. I'm here for it. And it's by A24. So you know it's going to be weird. You know it's going to be unique. You know it's going to be great. Um, uh, August 5th, I'm going to go see Bullet Train. And then I'm going to go see Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And then I'm going to throw up some big time um, uh, ride home reviews for this. Damn, another movie on August 5th, Secret Headquarters, Owen Wilson, Walker Scoble, who was in the Adam Project, uh, you know, uh, going to play in this movie. Not sure I'm going to go check this one out in the theaters, but it does have Jesse Williams, who's another, you know, uh, 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 just great actor. Great actor. Michael Pena is going to be in this movie, and everybody knows I love some Michael Pena now. He's one of my favorite actors. Uh, period. Um, so, Secret Headquarters, Walker Scoble, who uh, found out that uh, uh, um, Ryan Reynolds was his future self in the Adam Project. And this movie finds out that Owen Wilson is his dad, who might be a superhero. Uh, so, this kid is finding his niche in a sci fi world of being a kid, finding out, you know, the adult that you know is something else. Uh, let's see what else we got here. We got August twelfth. Emily the criminal. Don't really know too much about it, but Aubrey Plaza's in it, and I absolutely love. Like Aubrey Plaza is my celebrity crush. Don't know why she's so weird, um, but yeah, that's 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 my celebrity crush. August twelfth, also on Netflix, uh, we got Jamie Walk, Jamie Fox, Day Shift. Definitely going to watch that. Oh, man. And I missed I missed my spot because it's not on it's not on this list. It was on another list. Uh, we got David, Dave Franco, um, Megan Good going to be in this movie with Jamie Foxx. Um, it's called uh, Day Shift. And uh, Jamie Foxx is a blue collar pool cleaner by day. But he's a vampire hunter by night. God, you know what? Color me sold. I'm there. Um, but I want to rewind for a second. August 5th, big day for me. It's going to be the first time I try this um, this summer. Um, Prey. So it's a new Predator movie uh, set in like, you know, pre colonial times uh, or pre, uh, you know, Christopher Columbus sailing over with the Mayflower uh, times, you know, in, in North America, Native Americans predators come to this world and the native americans with their bow and arrow it's a female young girl uh native american must defeat this predator i'm already there i'm already sold i was sold the first second i saw it you know it showed two native americans in on a field and they were hunting for food and then the girl looks at her her friend might might be a brother might be her cousin might be a boyfriend might be her husband who knows but he has three red dots on his head and then you cut to the forest and you see or you cut to the woods and you see the predator in the woods and I was like you know what I'm here I can't wait for this uh it's going to be the first watch along that I do um hopefully we do more uh on you know on the have you seen that with T Facebook page uh, Facebook group, um, but this uh, movie on August twelfth yeah uh, day shift looks pretty I mean it's Jamie Foxx he's playing a vampire hunter uh, you can't beat that can't beat that then on August nineteenth uh, perhaps the coolest man on the planet the most interesting man on the planet there's literally nothing that Idris Elba doesn't do. He's a DJ. He's like a fifth degree black belt. He does MMA. He raps. He sings. He acts. Uh, he is like a man. He's, he's starting so many different things, and I don't think he gets the credit. I don't think he gets like paid his worth, uh, but Idris Elba 
perhaps, you know, at one point in time, who's going to be the first black James Bond uh, stars in the movie Beast. I saw a few. I saw a trailer for it. Can't say I'm too interested in it, but it does also Charlto uh, Charlto uh, Copley, who was from District Nine, great actor, played in A Team as well. Um, about a father who's getting uh, hunted down by a massive lion. Scary, 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 scary. Um, uh, you know, there was a movie. Uh, Last year to start uh, Megan Fox with them being hunted by a lion as well. And that movie was actually surprisingly uh, better than I thought it was going to be. But this one look, this one actually looks pretty good. Um, but, uh, you know, it has a Elba. He's protecting his daughters against a lion. And that's pretty damn scary. I don't know about you, you know, being stuck in the jungles of uh, uh, the sub-Sahara not the jungles, uh, but being stuck in sub-Sahara Africa, um, you know, at a at a game reserve, you don't really know the land, you know. I mean, you might, you might, but I wouldn't, you know. I just, I movie wouldn't make it past five minutes with me, you know. Unfortunately, uh, but you know, it's Idris Elba, so we know he's gonna survive. No way, he's not gonna survive. August twenty sixth, we got me time. What happens when you put Mark Wahlberg and Kevin Hart in a movie together? You're going to have a great movie. Um, Once again, another movie for Netflix. Netflix has some big movies coming out this summer. Um, It's a comedy, of course. Mark Wahlberg, Kevin Hart. You really can't go wrong. Uh, That comes out August 26th. Also, on August 26th, we got um, Samaritan. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, you know, kid finds this superhero who they thought had gone missing for the last 20 years after some epic battle. Has lost alone. It's going to be epic. All right, moving on. Uh, also on August 26th, we got The Bride starring Natalie Emmanuel from Game of Thrones and the Fast and the Furious series. Um, yeah, yeah, going to be a horror movie. Um it's not made by A24, so who knows how good it's going to be. A24 makes the best horror movies. Uh, also on August 26th, I have to throw this movie out there because I want the world to go see it. Because y'all not going to do this to my boy, John Boyega. Y'all not going to cancel my man. Y'all can't care. Like, the dude is a hard worker. This is also the last movie that Michael K. Williams was in uh, before he before his untimely death last year. Oh, earlier this year, I think it was. Um, John Boyega, real-life story of a U.S. Marine who went to a bank, told himself he had a bomb because he couldn't get any VA. Uh, he got denied his VA benefits. Uh, it's called 892, uh, August 26th. John Boyega. So let's talk about this for a second. I want to spend a few minutes talking about the BS uh, that's happening right now in the world and the BS that is happening with these silly ass Star Wars fans. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. I'm gonna like I just started watching Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Everything about every Star Wars movie, other than Rogue One, is terrible. I've watched all these movies, and I and I'm in awe of the sci-fi of it all. Right, like I went and saw um, the Force Awakens, which everybody just knew. I mean, everybody just dunked on this movie, and I love that's the probably one of the only ones I did like was the Force Awakens because it was just fun. It was space, a uh, space western sci-fi, like just romp. It was a good time. They brought Chewbacca and, and Han Solo back. They introduced us to Kylo Ren, who I thought was a great villain. I thought he was a great character because Adam Driver is awesome. Uh, and then, you know, The Last Jedi happened, and that was polarizing. I thought, you know, the scenes with Luke Skywalker, who was an adult, still whiny. Uh, like, I thought that, I thought that was solid. But then the last guy or, or the rise of Skywalker came out and just kind of almost ruined the series. Even though um, they did bring my man Billy D. Williams back. Um, <clears throat> but 
the overcurrent of all this, you know, we had the Jar Jar Binks thing, which I honestly didn't care about. Like, it, it was a stupid character, um, you know, and I don't know if they meant harm by it. Uh, but, yeah, like, it was a stupid character to begin with. Like, even it was supposed to have a bigger role. Why? It was a dumb character. It was made for kids, but it wasn't, like, nothing about those prequels was good. It was terrible. Hayden Christensen was terrible. Uh, even McGregor was great. Uh, you know, Qui-Gon Jinn was great. Um, but, but everything about it was just terrible. Uh, you know, and then in, in the sequels, you know, Kelly Tran, she got all these racist, like, uh, you know, just terrible comments about her acting as if any of the acting in any of the Star Wars movies is good. And now we got this sister who plays the third sister, Reva, uh, getting the same stuff, man. John Boyega, who is so unapologetically black, it is ridiculous. He marches he pumps his fist. He's truly for the culture. Um, and he gets all the same hate because he loves being black. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't really know this sister's name. I don't think she's doing a terrible job. I think the show's terrible. I don't really like the show. I didn't I don't really like the Mandalorian like that. I don't like anything that Star Wars. Mostly is because of this toxic ass fan base. I wonder if Billy D. Williams got the same treatment, right? Like it's it's ridiculous. Like if you come on, man. Like the Kelly Tran, of course. Like I loved her character. I thought her character was great. I I really did. I that was one of the reasons I actually enjoyed parts of the movie was because of her character. She was just this young plucky kid getting plucked into this galactic battle. I thought that was awesome. I thought she did a fantastic job. And it's just, unfortunately, she got just trolled by all these racist crap. Like, come on, man. And now the third sister, this sister, everybody, like, and and I saw in one post where people were saying, like, Gina Carino uh, got the same treatment. No, totally different. I don't think I've ever heard... Uh, the sister actually say a word. That's why I don't know her name, because I've never heard a word from her. She's just on a show. She's doing her job. She's entering, you know, the lore of Star Wars, and like she's getting dunked on. You know, saying her character is bad. Yeah, maybe the character is bad, but like she's getting like these racist hate mail, like saying things, calling her black, whatever. That's unnecessary. I hate the Star Wars. I hate the Star Wars fan base. I really do. The movies are terrible. The shows are not as good as you make them out to be. Like the Mandalorian says like 10 words each episode. I hate Grogu. Like I'm I'm so anti-Star Wars. Like and this just pisses me off. And and just seeing that John Boriega's in another movie, I love it. Cause I love this dude. I think he's he's one of us. Uh, he is definitely for the culture, and uh, I love seeing him work, you know. And and I know, I know tr- Hollywood's really trying to cancel that brother, but don't, don't let him go see this movie. It's Michael K. Williams' last movie. Go see it. Eight nine two, August twenty six. It'll be in theaters. Find it. Go see it. Moving on. Three thousand years of longing. Tilda Swinton, Idris Elba's in the movie, and he plays a genie. I don't think I'm going to go see this in the theater. It's like a drama, like, but it is directed by George Miller. So maybe I will. I need to see some previews, um, and, you know, maybe I'll go check that out. But that really ends, you know, the summer of 2022's movie slate. I know I'm missing some movies. I know Hulu has movies coming out. I know Amazon Prime has movies coming out. I know Disney Plus has movies coming out uh, throughout the summer. A lot of... Excuse me. I don't know where that just came from. A lot of series coming out. We got Miss Marvel coming out uh, this month. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to finish up. I would love to see where they go from there. And I've only watched the first two episodes, by the way. I heard the third one has a 
a cameo by a certain person uh, in a black mask. Um, so I, I want to check that out when I get a chance. Um, but this summer looks pretty good. Pretty good slate of movies. I'm glad I got that Star Wars stuff off my chest because it makes me so mad. I've read some just like... It, they always say don't read the comments, man. Don't read the comments. And when I read the comments and people are just talking about this sister being like bad. And I just think, who's good? Like if you think Mando's good, then what are you watching? Like it is, it's just a terrible show. Like I get it. It had I like the concept of the Mandalorian. I like the concept of Boba Fett. I like the concept of I do like Obi-Wan Kenobi. I do like that character. Uh but I just think these shows are so poorly executed. I really do. Um But yeah. Yeah, we're we're coming up on the end of the staircase. I really did want to talk about the staircase, but that's going to be next week. Once the staircase, the series ends, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about the documentary. Um, I wanted to do that last week, uh, but I was sick. That was that was a big point. Uh, that was going to be this week's episode, but, uh, but um, I'm going to save it for next week. I'm going to talk about the staircase, everything the staircase, um, and a few other movies. Uh, but I think... That's really going to wrap this one up, man. We're going to wrap this one up a little bit under the hour. Um, Yeah, stay safe out there, man. Like, COVID ain't gone away. I found this out uh, the hard way. COVID isn't gone. Whole family had it. Whole family recovered. Thank, you know, uh, thank the spirits. Thank whoever you want to thank. You know, I thank, I just thank my luck, man. I'm, I'm glad I'm still here. It was rough. It was rough on the kids, especially with the whole family being sick. Um, but yeah, we made it. Everybody's healthy again, and I'm I'm happy for that. Uh, and I'm gonna keep these podcasts coming. Uh, I missed a few weeks. This is episode 23, the Michael Jordan edition. Uh, you know, 23, big number, big number, big number. Uh yeah, that 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 should really close this one out. Uh, I'm I've run out of things to talk about. We've talked about the summer. It's gonna be a good summer of movies. Perhaps not the best, uh, but we got some good movies coming out, especially on Netflix. Netflix is coming through, man. Netflix is they're coming with it this summer. So so stay tuned to your Netflix. August fifth. Get ready for the watch party. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's have everybody in there. Let's let's have a good dialogue and watch a good movie. Uh, and until next week, I will see you. <laughs>